and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here are your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And so does March here on the show, not quite spring here where I am based in uh, Portland, Maine area, but it is uh, starting to feel like a time of new beginnings. And um, digging through the submissions box, we've had a number of really excellent productions that I've been able to more or less build our schedule on Radio Drum Revival uh, now through the end of October. Uh, we can have a lot of uh, really fun things from uh, many new producers. Uh, we have drama, comedy, sci-fi, fantasy, uh, some really out there experimental stuff, and you know, good representation from different continents. The work we're going to hear today, I'm very excited to bring to you a piece from Ireland. Uh, this is called Any Other Dublin, and this is a production, again, just came in through the uh, submissions box, but is uh, just wonderful delight to hear that some of this stuff is going out there. It's a very, it's very Irish, and I say that in the in the best way possible. Uh, uh, comedy series, um, very strong Irish accents and Irish characters in this drama, and it was actually supported by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. Um, but it's uh, from the Gareth Stack Comedy Group, and it is the the short little fifteen minute sketches of sort of post uh, recession Ireland. Um, you know, Ireland has been hit um, hard as hard or harder than almost any in the world um, with the 2008 economic downturn um, and you have these sort of uh, sort of sketches of a very real and gritty human oddballs um, in this comedy comedy troupe um, this was part of a sound and vision radio series for Dublin City FM it was broadcast in 2013 each of these individual episodes focuses on a single individual sort of representative of a real contemporary Dublin community if you can believe that uh, so it, 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 they sort of take some inspiration from, you know, James Joyce's Dubliners, realistic depictions of ordinary people, and use it to sort of talk about um, larger economic and cultural issues happening in Ireland. And there's some really, really fine writing, um, solid acting. They did some stuff in studio, some stuff on location. Um, just really, really fun delight. Uh, we're going to feature as much as we can here. Two episodes today, um, starting with episode one uh, with Bernie. Poor Bernie, a uh, property developer who's fallen on hard times. He uh, tries to get involved with an organic farm, and he has an open relationship with his, his former assistant, and that is an experience. Uh, then we're going to follow that up with a uh, story of a financial system analyst and video game player who has a little bit more going on than other people realize. Sort of man-man kind of guy who looks like he's got it all held together from the outside world, but then uh, his inner life has trouble. So um, that's going to fill up about a full half hour here on Radio Drama Revival. So go ahead and please enjoy Any Other Dublin. This program was made with the support of the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. See, the thing that most people don't understand, the thing most people, uh, they can't get their teeth into, is what we need to do to get us out of this mess. The grit needed. The entrepreneurship. The voice of Bernard Noonan, 43, of Killinarden, North County, Dublin. Like so many of us, Bernard found easy success in the gold rush of the Celtic boom. Today, however, Bernard, and many like him, find themselves scrambling in the dirt. This morning, 
faced with an uncertain future, Bernard is digging. Take these shoots here. See, they need weeding, uh, uh, tending and taking care of. Uh, they need seeds, seed capital if you like. And with the right investment, the right fertilizer, they'll become juicy vegetables that the whole community can, uh, can eat or whatever. Bernard is a keen gardener and a member of Urban Organic Gardening Collective, Fossuis. Now over here, this is where we cultivate the onions. Onions are hard and bitter. Difficult to do anything with, you know. I like to think of them as the long-term unemployed of the garden. Just sitting there, useless, lazy, rotten in the ground. Draining the soil of the last drop of goodness. Ah, oh, what have we got here? All right, Frankie. I know. <laughs> Doing a bit of planting, lad. What? What? What does it look like? Uh, well, uh, don't let me stop you. Well, why would we let you stop us? <laughs> great, great, great sense of humour there, Francis. Uh, 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 these lads are fantastic. Uh, you can see here, uh, they, they, they've rigged up an aquaponic set up there, uh, which has these plants over here, uh, fed by uh, the waste of these little fishies over in the tank over there. Uh, the interesting part is uh, that you can sell both the vegetables and the fish, uh, so potentially it's a double money maker. We're not selling the produce, man. This is a collective. No, no, uh, of course not, Frank. Uh, of course not. Uh, I was just talking uh, hypothetically. This is a community project. It's not for profit. Yeah, I'm what a community. <laughs> I'm a right, lads. Yeah, yeah. All for one and uh, 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 one for one. <laughs> you're, you're stepping on the hose there, man. Uh, well, uh, good stuff. Uh, fair play, you carry on. Bernie has so much enthusiasm. He's always coming up with great ideas and things, you know. Lots of little innovative suggestions. But I think there might be a bit of a problem there with some of the younger members of the group. And, um with some of the older ones and uh, the ones the ones his age too I think the part of the problem is that most of us are here because we want to be here mm-hmm. um, we believe in the organic movement and uh, and we want a better world for our kids and to save the whales and to ban nuclear power and uh, and I, I think that Bourne is the only um, well the only one who's actually here on parole After his business went bust in 2009, Bernard served a brief sentence in Port Marnock prison for an unrelated offence. One of the conditions of his release, 22 hours a week community service at Foss Suez. It was a tough time in my life, you know. There's few things a man values more than his pride, and his house, and his care, and his, his marriage. But I think, I think overall, I couldn't say that I'm not a better person after my time inside. Now, this spot would be perfect for the farmer's market. And uh, we'd have plenty of parking up there over by the gate. That's if we converted the pumpkin patch, of course. Not exactly a cash crop of pumpkins. Well, maybe once a year. <laughs> you get a fry if you try to sell them the rest of the time. Am I right? Now, over there, uh, this is where they put the campsite. Uh, uh, premium eco-tourism now. Of course, that'll just be the start. There's franchise potential written all over it. Stick the staff in t-shirts like the geek squad for your garden. Send them out in little vans. Bio-fueled all natural. Let me tell you, there's buckets of money in renewable, sustainable... Yogami Bops. 
Just imagine it. Farmers markets besides a bleeding Tesco's. Organic school dinners. Solar power discos. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. It's just that um someone's made a mess in the bathroom and if you Oh, right just... away, love. Yeah, no hassle. Uh, t- tell us, uh, is it bad? Well, it's not good. Uh, number one and number two. Number three. Oof. Level four emergency, so. Uh, oh, get me marigolds on. <laughs> Back at home, Bernard lives a modest life with his partner and former personal assistant, Weola. Have you picked up the bin bags and kitty food, Bernie? Uh, let me look. Uh, one second there. Ah, sugar. I got the bin bags, though, but I think I forgot your kitty's dindins. What is Bridget Jones supposed to eat, you tell me? Maybe something from the garden? Maybe some organic pears, do you think? That's no problem, love. I can go back down after dinner Oh, no, no, Bernie, you just leave it. Rest the feet. I only work all day already. I go down, no problem. Pronto, let me get my coat. Ah, no, let me. I don't dream of it. All right, well, would you like me to start the... Right-o... When I met Bernie, of course, he was with the wife. He was very successful at the time, of course, with the business and so on. And we have a lot of fun doing the work together. But when the marriage ending things, they became a lot too serious, I think. Now all he does is garden this, garden that. And then I told the lads, if you're going to make a bed to get feathers, you got to leave a bit of space for light between the racks. I mean, come on. Oh, yes, very good. Back of it, you can just shove it layer after layer of eggplant. And you see good returns? Well, that's not how you bake the cake. If you know what I mean. Could you pass the chicken flicker, please? Sure, love. Mm. I mean, here's a grain if he doesn't that. Put the effort into it. Uh, I have not seen this one. I, I was just going to say. Uh, uh, go home. Thanks for coming. I uh, hope you enjoyed yourself. Get off the stage, Julie. Go, go home. I think for Viola, things have become harder than she would have liked. I think she would have expected a certain standard of living that maybe I was able to give my last wife, Kira, that maybe I, I can't so much come up with today, you know. We'd like to be able to give her all the things that she deserves. But there's other realities, you know. It's not all possible right this minute, but... I know that if we stick it out, though, you know... There'll be a new tomorrow. And then another... Tomorrow. The day after that. (sighs) Okay. Time for Betty, boys, Viola bubs. Will I warm up your jammies on the radiator, sweetheart? Not tonight, baby. Tonight I'm with Stephen, remember? Of course, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Of course. Silly me. Uh, That is, I have no doubt him now. Will you go get it, sweetie? Of course I will, Pat, yeah. All right, Bernie, mate, how you getting on? The wife in? Of course she is, eh? Viola? Uh, not, not, not too bad, Stephen. Uh, thanks for asking. Hey, sexy. Hey, you. Uh, oh, I just... Oh, uh... you're so sweaty, Stephen. Were you racing? <laughs> oh, yeah, fair jeez, all the way here, mate. So, listen, oh, I'll just set myself up on the camp bed, will I? All no right. joke, though, Bernie. I'm absolutely reeking. Give it a snip. Hey, mind if I hop in the shower, mate? No shower for you. I have made the bath. See, oh, I'll just... I'll just head off, so. Hey, Benny, you heading already, mate? Look, stay for a drink. Ah, oh, no, Steve. Th- thanks for asking, though. You're very good. Uh, I'd love to, but I've a lot of writing to do, Hi, you Benny. know. Uh, yeah, I'd be... Good man, oh. Benny. See you in the morning, eh? 
Come on, babe. Uh, right, I'll stay. Uh, have a good, uh, have a good night uh, in the bar with me board. Well, I suppose initially it was Viola's idea, all right, but I think it's probably something we both needed, you know. Ah, Stephen's a good fella. Very, uh, fit and young. I wouldn't be so gone on Peter now. He's a bit of an oddball. I mean, I think he was born that way. But it might have been an accident. Uh, Warren's got a great sense of humour. So I'm told. I haven't met the new fella yet, Charlie something. That'd be when I'm away at the garden. Bernard makes use of his time alone to explore his other hobby, writing gritty contemporary crime fiction. McLucan Blues blew a soot grey smoke ring into the Dublin skyline. <laughs> Dirty old townie tar, quoting the Pogue song of the same name. The city seemed to hang there like. like. like a man convicted of murder in a country that still had the death penalty. <laughs> no. Um. Like words that once spoken cannot be taken back. No. Uh, hang there. Like, like foul washing on a line. Each building a skid mark pair of once white wife runs. It's Tuesday and Bernard has decided to present his plan for the community garden to the other volunteers. And so, in conclusion, uh, turning to me last slide, I think we can all agree uh, that we can make a real go of turning this place into one of the top five permaculture businesses in Northern Tallinn. Now, uh, don't all jump in at once. Uh, I'm sure everybody has a ton of questions. Hey, who is this guy? Here, can we make a move on, lads? I'm pretty sure I found some black leg on the new potatoes. Uh, if we can just explain... Hide your tail, right? If you just take a look at the figures I provided... Now, Bernie, uh, perhaps uh, it's best to leave it there. Everybody's pretty keen to get to the pub, so... Uh... Hang on now, just a second. I'll see you at the cobblestone, okay? We tried the bull and castle tonight. Here, has anyone seen me wallet? We were sure I left it in here. Excuse me! I've been walking here week in and week out for the past six bleeding months. I've cleaned you her rubbish, I've washed you her dishes, I've helped which is our accounts. Sorry, that was Frank. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did that. That's not the bleeding point, all right? I broke my back walking for this place. Take it easy there, Bernie. Sure, have a carrot juice or something? Ah, carrot juice me whole. No one of you can see the potential in this place. Just imagine it. Kids from all over Ireland visiting on school trips. Families renting their own little spot. Mommies and daddies who live in the flats teaching their kids what it's like to grow stuff in the ground. Can one of you have an ounce of vision? You are all just a bunch of walk dodging, dole scrounging, hippie scumbags. That was uncalled for, Bernie. Laura's right. There was no need for that now. Go home, will you, man? You're making a fool out of yourself. But, but just don't understand. Back off to the flats, you snack box. Oh, come here, you, you little day bugger. Leave him alone, for God's sake. I know you're bleeding teeth down your throat, you'll be plonking you. <laughs> 
Two weeks have passed, and Bernard is resting at home while he waits for the parole board to decide whether he will have to return to Port Marnock Prison. It hasn't been an easy time, but I'd say I've learned a lot. We both have. Isn't that right, love? Uh-huh. We learn so much now that Bernie is home every day. I learn how I like walks. <laughs> It's that sense of humour that made me fall in love with it in the first place. Now, I, I, I think in all fairness now, it's been good for our relationship overall. We've got even closer than we were already, you know? So close, I need restraining order. <laughs> ah, isn't she something? Little diamond. The important thing is that I know I know that she's gone. Bernie, leave it out. No, no, love, no. I want to say this. I know that whatever happens, you'll be strong. You'll be there. And that this is the one thing in my life that makes sense. God, Bernie. You don't need to say anything, love. I just had to tell you that. Uh Uh-huh. Well, you, you, you could say something. Ah, uh, will I, uh... Ah, uh, don't worry about that. He's for me. Eh, uh, we all is it? Hello, big fellow. You must be Frank. Goodness, you're taller even than on Finding Friends. Stay right there. I'll get my coat. All right. We meet again, Francis, me old mocha. How's things, eh, uh, Borny? Are you all right? You look like you've been crying. <laughs> what are you on about? I'm not crying. How's our friend with the mouth? Arnold? Ah, yeah, yeah, he's good, yeah. Yeah, his arm's nearly out of the cast. Good stuff, glad to hear that. Be back wanking in no time. Yeah. So, uh, you doing, uh, doing any, any gardening? <coughs> uh, uh. I don't like to think about that these days, to be honest. All right, yeah. Well, I'm... Uh, Found it. Uh, see you later, honey. Don't be up waiting. Uh, no, love. I'll be all right. Have a good... Uh, good uh, have a good night. Well, now. McLucan Blues had everything in Yanksville, USA. A big car, a big ditty wife, double D, double G's with a tight arse who scream louder than him at the big game. Two beautiful daughters who loved him like a father. And a future as bright as, as, as bright as, uh, as the child of Stephen Hawking and Madeleine Aubrey. No, 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 too intellectual. As bright as the sunlight reflecting off a patch of garden still wet from the dew. No, that's too sappy. As bright as the sun in the eyes of a prisoner just released from the maze prison where they held the quote unquote quote terrorists but he thrown it all away for a chance to bite the Celtic tiger. 
and then the tiger bit him back. This programme was made with the support of the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. How's it going? How are those numbers looking on the uh, mortgage-backed securities? Well, pretty aggressive, Bart. Should have this transsecuritized by Tuesday. Dude, you amaze me. Those subprime shitholes aren't worth the 100 square foot of converted Northside tip that you're planted on. Lead to gold, man. Lead to gold. And I bow to the alchemists. Absolutely. Come here, speaking of magical practices, how'd you go on Thursday? Well, who are you talking to? So, F-clouds, yeah? Does the Pope bury children in the woods? <laughs> Sheen Kyle Moore, 23, works as a chartered accountant at one of the big three firms in Dublin's IFSC. Handsome, fit and financially liquid, Oisin is the image of urbane 21st century Irish masculinity. Twins, Latvian, fraternal, HB8 and HB7. Oh, sweet marshmallow ladyboy Jesus. Yeah, his name may have been invoked once or twice, huh? What opener did you use? Well, I just walked up to them and said, I don't know if I like blondes. All the blondes I know are trouble. Cocky, funny. Here, how did you escalate? Well, the usual. Kino, DHVs, open loops, push-pull. Mostly I just negged their knee-on hot pants. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah. Then I bounced them a couple of times, then back to the Chateau de Oshin for a night they should have paid me for. Bing! Wow, I bow to your throne, man. That's serious work. Yeah, kiss the ring, mofo. <laughs> Here, better get back to it, yeah? All play and no war. Sure, sure, yeah, you out again tonight? No, not tonight, dude. I've got a clan match. A lot of people think online gaming is just for nerds. They've no idea. The skill involved, the strategy needed at the level I play at. It's like any other sport. You know, you need to be physically fit. You need to be emotionally prepared. It's mentally taxing. <laughs> no way some chubby geek is going to be able to get to the level to go pro gamer. You should see the Koreans I play against. Wiry like ramen. That is why I keep myself toned. Asheen is an influential member of the Team Fighter 2 community. Nice, I see you got the Oculus hat. Yeah, it came with my rift. Watch out, pirate! Damn, he blindsided me. Switching to engineer. Listen, man, you've got to take me out with you one of these nights. Death jockey, 7 o'clock. Cheers, fragged him with a meat shot. What, sergeant? Yeah, dropping a turret. Cover me. I'm back happen to the next control point. I've been reading all the material you suggested. Double your date, the Venusian arts, Ross Jeffries. But I need to see the master at work. You know, seeing is believing. Sorry, little buddy. Gotta keep my world separate. Otherwise, things happen. People get hurt. 
Oh crap. Spy air stabbing. Switching to medic. So, uh, I'm not being weird, but uh, there's something I've been meaning to ask you. What's it like? What? Pull him. Down. Down you go and stay down. Ha! No, I was thinking more, you know, going out with someone or whatever. Wait, you mean love? Say it if you mean it. Supercharge me, will you? Got your back. Yeah, I guess love or whatever. Listen, kid. Love is just like any other transaction. You have to know how to judge the market, how to increase your value. Time comes, you have to know when to sell. I guess you're right. It is just one item. Of course I'm right. You don't believe me? Google nice guy and see what women really think of kind young gents like yourself. So I should just love him and leave him? <laughs> You're half right. <laughs> Bushy man, I really appreciate all this advice. Well, that's what I'm here for, little buddy. And round. Tell you what, next time we hit the clubs you can come. Think of it as a test. But you gotta dress the part and no DLVs. I can't have you show me up and set. Yes! Do not disappoint me, Rory. No way, Oshin. I'd just be honoured to have the chance to wing. So, are we going out tonight? Blood on the lips, kid. Blood on the lips. There she is, the most beautiful woman in the world. Will you stop? Come here and give me a kiss. Alan's getting more handsomer every day. You take after your father. We agreed you wouldn't mention him. You're looking gorgeous, Petal. If you're not careful, I'm going to steal you away. Don't let the nurses hear you say that. So, how are you keeping, Mother? You're only as old as the person you're feeling. And I had a wee group of that to make an orderly when he was changing my sheets. Asheen's mother, Mary, is a resident of St. Breed's Convalescent Home in Clancilla. Sheen considers himself a regular visitor and helps to manage her affairs. Any news about that thing, them James Bonds you set me up with? Junk Bonds, mother. That's the one. How are they doing? Am I who wants to be a millionaire yet? Leave all that to me. You just focus on living to be a hundred. I'll sort it out. You always had a great head for the old numbers. Just like your father. <coughs> Are you still living in that lovely apartment? Oh, I must see it myself one of these days. I'm always telling the nurses about it. My son up in the penthouse. Will you take me? Ah, say, you'll take me up to it, Ashi. We'll see how you're feeling. You're very frail at the minute. But I'm only 46. Not this age stuff again, Mother. Whatever you say, son, you know best. Exactly. Now, I've got a couple of little things I want you to sign, if you don't mind. things going with that biddy? You're talking in the third person again, Mother. Don't be cheeky. Is that young one still dragging you through the courts over nothing? Nah, I have it under control. You just sign here and here. I'll handle the date and everything else. Listen to me, Ashin. They got your father the same way. You've got to watch out for them gold diggers. They have your teeth out of your head. <coughs> All right, Mother, that's enough. Calm down. How are we doing, dearie? You're after setting off your hard monitor. Are you feeling all right? I'm grand for Delma. <coughs> False alarm. Here, let me introduce you to me son. He's a big man in the city. Ashin, this is my second favourite nurse, Fidelma. All right, love. We've met. I cannot wait to get my teeth into some young one tonight. 
some lucky lady is going to learn the true meaning of Christmas. Am I right, lads? <laughs> Absolutely. I got a text from Christine there, lads. Sounds like she's hoping to see you again, Big O. Fat chant. I never repeat myself. Burn! <laughs> Not Rianda, Rihanna, what? Come here, what'd she do? Begging for a relationship or what? She didn't do anything. Nothing I didn't tell her to anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's Friday night, and Asheen and his friends are making the most of the weekend. What was the problem, so manky baps then? No way, dude. Christine's in my little sister's class. She's a rack like a leg of lamb. Bartman, let me ask you a question. After you eat in a nice restaurant, do you go back again the next day and the next until you're completely sick of it? (laughs) Here we go. Do you go back again and again until the last thing you ever want to see is the same watery tiramisu, the same (laughs) smug waiter's face? Or do you enjoy the meal, pay, go home and let all of your mates know about the specials? (laughs) Messed up, man. Yeah, maybe I'll go around for a nosh on your birthday, what? (laughs) Now you're getting the idea, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, Shane, you were so, like, serious scumbag. (laughs) Jealousy is a sad, sad thing, boys. Passports and driver's licenses, lads. Provisional, okay. Hey, not you. Leave it out, man. Like, we're all together. Listen, Iron Mike, I come here all the time. I know who you are. You look at don't make you a stretcher. Now get packing. Oh, this is total BS. Come on, let's go somewhere else. Forget it, lads. Go on ahead. Are you sure, dude? We just knocked down the street. B.A. Baracus here will just radio ahead, won't you, friend? Yeah, I'm not your friend. Now get out of here, I told you. you wake up with a crowd around you. Right, see you later, man. I am not going to tell you again. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Just one second. I want to remember your face. You want to force your body to turn on a pivot. When people punch, normally they don't properly use the force of their body. Now, remember, smooth is fast. Show them their It's Tuesday evening, and Oshin is assisting with the class in Jitkundu, a martial art he's been practicing for 11 years. Right. Start off with a few throws there, lads and lassies. Nothing too heavy now. Do I uh, stand here? First time on the mat? Yeah, um, just, you know, would you mind being kind of gentle with me and not, like, it's, I'm kind of, I'll be alright, like, but. <laughs> I love you, Abbott. Spar. Right. Uh, okay, okay, enough. Enough, pushing. Enough, get over. Get over. Why, what is wrong with you? Get outside and kill your jets. No, no, where are you? I'm here. No, go up to the office and call the ambulance. More battle. Jesus Christ. Come on in here, amateurs. These people, they see one too many Jackie Chan movies. They think they can just jump onto the mat and crane kick like Ralph Macchio. I don't know what you think that was, Oshima, but that was not martial arts. I'm going to be facing a claim here. Oh, boo-hoo. Excuse me. Look, probably she should She should stick to playing with kids her own age. I mean, why'd you even let a woman in That's here? That's it, Oshin. You're in a menace. I'm taking your belt. What? You heard me. Give back your belt. I'm withdrawing it. I'm not having some loose cannon. Loose cannon? Look, you're not in an 80s cop movie now, seafood sham. I'm warning you, boy. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Well, I'm out of here. You can take your joke of a belt. Here, you turn that off. Turn off the microphone. Yeah, okay. Turn it Just off. Just give me a sec. People now, they're weak. They're like 
grass-fed cattle just sitting around chewing the cud. They all have the same broad, empty faces, the same mindless, jelly eyes, like big, dumb animals just waiting around for, well, for the slaughterhouse, you know? I see them in my sleep. I like to come down here at night by the docks. No one around. I feel like a hunter in the dark. I know I'm waiting for something. Something's going to happen. I can feel it coming. All right, love? Yeah, <sighs> Scangers. This city man. Sometimes I think the whole place needs to come down. Like, let the vines grow over everything. Let the animals out of their cages. Only the strong will survive. It's Saturday morning, and Asheen is visiting the offices of his solicitors, Wasp and Singe, on Baggett Street. Let's go through the events of that night again, if you don't mind. Look, I told the police all this already. Humour me. They'll bring this up on the stand for sure. I met her at Q-Bar, all right. We had a few drinks, then she fell. That's when she broke her arm. That much I know. I need a little more detail, though. What was the first thing you said to her? I know it might be difficult to remember. I remember every word I've ever said. Right. Don't bring that up on the stand. I asked her, how's your hatchet? Christ. Mm -hmm. Okay, don't mention that either. Listen, she liked that. We were scoring in minutes. Then she got all ansty. What do you mean by ansty? Well, she kept asking me if I had a rubber. Hmm. And were you carrying a prophylactic? Don't use them. They don't fit. Right. Uh, <clears throat> so what happened then? Um, Mr Booth, would you mind if I slipped out for a second? What's the matter, love? I, I just feel a little bit sick. That's all. She's a bit of all right. Have you had a go? That's my niece you're talking about, Oshin. Ah, listen, I didn't mean... Just messing with you. Of course I have. One of the perks. Keep going. Not much to it. You know, uh, it got a bit rough in the jacks. She bit my neck and I don't like that. You're reluctant to participate in that rough play? <laughs> don't snort on the stand, Oshin. It sounds bad. Yes, Your Honour. How's the most beautiful woman in Dublin? Just Dublin. Not the world today. Not today. You need to get your hair done. Your uncle was in. Jim. Barry. Barry? What did he want, Mother? He was saying awful things, Oshin. You can't imagine. Tell me. I won't even repeat them. I'll kill him. Don't mind him, Oshin. I know it's only old rubbish. What did he say? He said... He said you were at my money, Oshin. That there was nothing left. He needs to learn to keep his mouth shut. It's not true. I told him it's not true. Tell me it's not true, Oshin. Feckin' dead man. I said you're a good boy and you love your mammy. That's the truth, isn't it? That's the truth, Oshin. Get some rest, mother. He has you all tired out. I told him I was so proud of you. He's just jealous. He always was. Oh, you're a good boy. Boy, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Hush. Quiet now, Mother. You wouldn't do that, would you, Ashin? 
You wouldn't do that to your old mummy, would you? Ashi. All right, and those are a few stories from any other Dublin um, six-part radio series. Uh, we'll get features uh, some more of that next week. Any other Dublin.wordpress.com. Um, there's a whole bunch of credits there, all the different actors. Uh, Gareth Stack was the writer, sound engineer Tom Coyne, uh, Heather McLeod, the executive producer, uh, and a variety of actors, and uh, some music from Roger Craig. Um, and various sound effects from all over the place. So, uh, really, uh, yeah, a, a troop kind of never heard of them come out of nowhere and uh, show us a piece of work like this. So, really pleased to hear it. Thank you um, for sending that in, guys and gals. And uh, we will be back next week with more of that. As I mentioned, um, in the meantime, hundreds of hours of programming at radiodramarevival.com. You can follow us on Twitter at radiodrama or Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodrama. Revival. Um, that's a wrap for this week. Radio Drum Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual productions remains that are original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drum Revival originates an on-air radio at WMPG-FM that is Southern Maine's community radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. <laughs>